Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a very good Friday morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Joe Beningo with the Oda Payne Podcast. It is Friday. It is September 30th, the final day of the month, 2022. And the Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast, of course, brought to you by DraftKings by Anita Discount Tire, and, of course, the Hackensack Brewing Company. And we will be having our next live broadcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company two weeks from today, October 14th. Uh, we will be live in living color. Again, as usual, Mike Jones, TJ, Herb, Andre, the whole crew will be there. We'll have the net latest batch of the Oda Payne beer, the latest batch of the Oda Payne beer T-shirts, and we also will have with us Kim Jones. She will join us as our special guest. So check us out two weeks from today, October 14th, our next live broadcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. All right. This is a big day in New York sports and a big weekend in New York sports. Obviously, you got the Giants uh, at home at MetLife on Sunday to play the Chicago Bears. You got the Jets in Pittsburgh to play the Steelers with the return of Zach Wilson, but a huge night tonight in baseball in New York. First of all, you have Aaron Judge at Yankee Stadium with uh, against the Baltimore Orioles going for home run number 62. He hit his 61st home run, of course, uh, on uh, Thursday, on Wednesday, excuse me, in uh, uh, Toronto uh, against the Blue Jays. I guess it was yesterday, Thursday, Thursday, Wednesday, whenever it was, the last couple days. Hit his 61st home run in Toronto against the Blue Jays to tie Roger Maris's American League record. He will go uh, tonight to break the American League record at what, what should be a crazy Yankee Stadium. And then, of course, down in Atlanta, the Mets and the Braves, the NL division title, NL East division title on the line tonight. Jacob DeGrom on the mound tonight for the Mets. The Mets, after that wild win uh, two days ago, uh, when they came from behind and beat the Marlins 5-4 to four at City Field after they looked dead in the water, after they lost the first game of that series the night before, looked dead in the water, down 4-0, completely lifeless offensively, and then all of a sudden the eruption, and they were saved by Eduardo Escobar, who has been the Mets' best hitter since he has come off the injury list uh, late August, early September. He has by far been the Mets' hitter, uh, Mets' best hitter, and he saved them. Again, on uh, on Wednesday night, that uh, two-run home run, the two-run single to tie the game, and then the game-winning base hit in the top of the tenth, uh, bottom of the tenth inning to win the game for the Mets, five to four, five RBIs for Escobar, and uh, just a huge win. So, and of course, that coupled with the Braves losing the last game of their series to the Nationals in Washington, so the Mets enter this series with a one-game lead in the division. And remember. The Mets right now own the tiebreaker. They're, they've won nine and lost seven so far this year against Atlanta. And all the Mets need to do is win one game in this series, and they will have the tiebreaker against Atlanta should the two teams end in a tie. And you know what the situation is. The three games here in Atlanta, 
Mets Braves. And then the Mets will close the season out at home against Washington next week. And the Braves will close the season out against the Marlins. I'm not sure if that's in Atlanta or in Miami, but uh, that's how the season will play out when all is said and done. So one win by the Mets here will at the very least, well, it ensures them that they will leave Atlanta after Sunday with the division lead. Even if they're tied, the Mets have the lead because of the tiebreaker. So huge game tonight. Jacob DeGrom on the mound. And I want to look, you know how I feel about DeGrom, all right? I've had my issues with DeGrom. I got to see him come up big tonight. You know, no six innings and out tonight. No 15 strikeouts over five innings and then gives up a three-run home run to tie the game in the sixth inning. No spitting a bit like he did his last start last weekend in Oakland against the A's when he got rocked over, uh, you know, three-plus innings, whatever it was, and had a, and came out of the game. No. I need to see Jacob DeGrom tonight. He wants $50 million a year starting next year. We'll start freaking earning it tonight. I want to see eight innings from DeGrom tonight. I want to see one of those masterpieces, okay? No six innings and out. None of that nonsense. No spitting a bit. I want to see the guy who, quote, unquote, is the best pitcher in baseball getting it done tonight in the biggest game the Mets have played in how many years? Since at least the 2016 season when they lost that wild card game to the Giants. I want to see it tonight from DeGrom, all right? That's it. Huge game tonight for the Mets. Huge series tonight for the Mets. Division title on the line. I want to see it get done tonight. And how about this too? The Mets called up Francisco Alvarez. How about that? They called him up. Um, their top prospect, you know, he's a catcher down in the minor leagues, had a great year in the minor leagues, was hurt recently, but the Mets have called him up for this series and obviously intend to keep him up through the playoffs. So uh, we'll see if we see him play or not tonight. But uh, what what a, what a big night. Aaron Judge going for 62 against the Orioles tonight at Yankee Stadium and the Mets opening up that massive three-game series tonight against the Atlanta Braves with the NL East division on the line. Again, the Mets go into the game with a one-game lead over Atlanta. And remember, they own the tiebreaker. They only need one win of these three to have the tiebreaker going forward. If they finish in a tie in the regular season, the Mets would win the division. And I cannot emphasize enough, and you've heard me talk about this over and over and over again. I cannot emphasize enough, enough, how they have to win the National League East if they're going to get to a World Series and, dare I say, win a World Series. And all of us Met fans will be at the Canyon of Heroes sometime in early November. They're not going to get to the World Series going the wild card route. It changes everything. You know, even if you win that series, I know that all the games would be at City Field. Big deal. Best two out of three. That's what a crapshoot that is. No matter who they play, the Phillies, um, you know, San Diego, whoever they would wind up playing, yeah, even if you win that series, now you got to play the Dodgers in a best three out of five in the division series. You don't want that. You want to be able to line up your pitching. You got to line it up. You want those four days off or whatever it is and be able to come back, you know, line it up with Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett and going forward that way. So big night, big series tonight in Atlanta, big night at Yankee Stadium as Judge goes for a home run. Number 62. All right, Joe Beningo, the Oda Payne Podcast, Friday, September 30th, 2022. 
Of course, uh, the big football, big weekend with the football, the return of Zach Wilson uh, to the Jets. He will play against Pittsburgh. I tell you, I do not have a good feeling about this game. The Jets, they've won one game in their history in Pittsburgh, and that's it. We've seen them lose, lose a couple division uh, uh, playoff games in Pittsburgh as well in Heinz Field. Uh, I don't have a good feeling about it. Every, to me, everything points to Pittsburgh winning this game. Pittsburgh coming off a 10-day layoff. Mike Tomlin's had 10 days since they lost that game to Cleveland uh, a week ago last this uh, yesterday, uh, last Thursday night. They come in at one up and two down. They had won their opener, of course, that overtime win where they were fortunate to beat Cincinnati on opening day. They lost to the Patriots week two at home. They lose in Cleveland in week three. So you know that Mike Tomlin's going to have them ready to go, and I don't care if Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback tonight or Mitch Miller tonight, <laughs> Sunday. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I'm worried about this game. You have to be if you're a Jet fan. Yeah, it's great Wilson's back. I don't know what you can expect from him. But the worst part of this game is that the offensive line is in shambles. George Fant is out. He's not playing. They signed some other guy I never heard of. So right now, the starting tackles are Connor McDermott, who's terrible, and the rookie, Max Mitchell. Can you feel good about it? Even with T.J. Watt out for the Steelers, how can you possibly feel good about this game in, on Sunday down in Pittsburgh? And all my buddies are going down there. Joe Jett's going down there. Kenny Scarbaggio's going down there. Um, uh, Ira, of course, will be down there. Tommy Keene is not going. He made a smart move. It's not going. But you're going to drive five hours and probably be aggravated when it all is said and done. I hope I'm wrong. But I got a terrible feeling about this game. Like I said, everything points against the Jets. The 10 days to prepare for Tomlin, the fact that the Steelers have lost two consecutive games, the fact that the game is in Pittsburgh, the fact that the Jets line is in shambles, offensive line's in shambles, and the fact that Mike Tomlin against Robert Sala is really not a fair fight whatsoever. So, you know, we'll see uh, how that plays out. And, uh, of course, I'll have my NFL picks coming up in just a few minutes. And I got to see the Jets play better defensively. The defense has not been good. They got to stop the dumb freaking penalties that continue to kill them, the killer personal fouls, the roughing the passer on John Franklin Myers uh, against Joe Burrow last week against Cincinnati, the horrible personal foul five minutes after the play was over on Corey Davis that really cost the Jets as they were trying to come back late in the game. I tell you, I wouldn't play Davis today. I've said this before. I want to see Denzel Mims on the field. Why the hell not? You know, but Garrett Wilson out there, maybe Mims might actually get open. And I also want to see Braxton Barrios actually involved in the offensive game plan, not just a uh, reverse where he's going to lose 10 yards. Can we actually see Zach throw the damn football to Barrios here? They had a very good chemistry last year. I expect to see that happening. But uh, I don't know. Again, I just don't have a very good feeling about the Jets this week as they play the, uh, the, the Steelers down in Pittsburgh. As far as the Giants are concerned, Giants home for the third straight game. They play the Bears, two teams that are both two up and one down on the season. I don't know what to expect from the Giants. I, honestly, um, you saw their offensive line get beat up last Monday night by the Cowboys. Jones got sacked, what, five times in that game. He got hit over and over and over again. Uh, you know, they lost Sterling Shepard for the year now. I, I don't know what to expect from the Giants. I don't know how good the Bears are. I, I I think these kind of teams are kind of equal, you know. They're both two and one. Probably, I I think it's fair to say they're both a surprising two and one at this point. 
We'll see Justin Fields, of course, the quarterback for Chicago. So that game, uh, Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock at MetLife, the Giants and the Bears. Really don't know what to expect in this game. Right now, the Giant offense to me is Saquon Barkley running the ball and Daniel Jones running the ball, getting away from pressure. What did he rush for? About 78 yards, I think it was, in the loss last week to Dallas. So we'll see how that plays out. Very interesting, too. You know, you know, for years, the Jets and the Giants would never play at the same time. That's not the case anymore. So the Giants play at 1 o'clock at MetLife on Sunday against the Bears. The Jets play at 1 o'clock at the Heinz Field against the Steelers down in Pittsburgh. So uh, we got too much of that, any, you know, too much of that anymore. I guess, I guess TV feels, hey, you know what? If you're a Jet fan, you're going to watch the Jets. If you're a Giant fan, you're going to watch the Giants. And maybe that late window game, that 4 o'clock, 425 game, is actually uh, gets a better rating when it's the national game. Maybe that's the way it plays out. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. But uh, interesting week as we go into week four in the National Football League. All right, before we get to the uh, picks for week four in the NFL, I had a decent week last week. I went three and two. I'm six and nine for the year. So we'll see if I can continue that winning trend. But uh, before we do that, let's get our uh, our spots in here. Of course, we as always, we want to welcome the people from DraftKings. We thank them. They've been a great sponsor now the second consecutive year. You know, if you're looking to do any kind of betting this weekend on the NFL, on the baseball, on the weather, whatever you want to bet on, all right, you got to go with DraftKings. So uh, we thank them again for another year with us. Of course, Anita Discount Tire, my son Johnny, Hopefully his Saints, the Saints play in London, uh, 9.30 kickoff against the Vikings on Sunday morning. Saints coming off a bad loss to Carolina uh, last week at home. So we'll see what happens. They're one and two. Minnesota right now at, uh, what is Minnesota? Two and one so far in the year. I believe they're two and one on the season at this point in time. Sometimes I forget, you know, I'm just checking my little, uh, yes, they are, the two and one. So that'll be uh, on the Sunday morning in London. That's on the NFL Network, 9.30 kickoff there. But go check out my son Johnny at Anita Discount Tire. Go see Ari. Uh, you know the deal. Anything, any work you need done on your car, anything with tires, whatever the deal is, go check them out at Anita Discount Tire. Uh, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Tell them Beningo sent you. And, of course, finally, the Hackensack Brewing Company. I mentioned two weeks from today will be our next live podcast from the Brewing Company. Kim Jones will be our uh, special guest. Uh, again, at the Brewing Company, uh, we'll have the new batch of the Yoda Payne beer. We'll have the new batch of the Yoda Payne t-shirts that you can buy. Come and check us out. We'll start around 7, 7.30 in that range. Come and see me. Come see Kim. Come see uh, uh, Mike Jones and everybody there, TJ, Andre, Herb, the whole crew. So uh, two weeks from tonight, the uh, next live uh, uh, podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. You know the deal. 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, Route 4, uh, 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sundays, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Still waiting for my tombstone. I got to have like a catchy phrase on my tombstone like that woman does that's still alive where she says, I'm dead. Now what? I got to, I love that. I can't, I got to, I got to put that in every time we do the show here, so. But nevertheless, check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. And again, two weeks from tonight, our next live po- uh, podcast from the Brewing Company. All right, 
Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. Here we go. The NFL picks. Cue the music. Cue the music. <clears throat> Week four in the NFL. My wife's doing a little music here. Before I do that, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. You know, nothing better than uh, an acid reflux. It's great. Wonderful. And let me, I'm going to have a little uh, coffee here too. Maxwell House, good to the last drop. My wife makes a mean cup of coffee. Oh, the pain. <laughs> ah, there you go. Oh, that's right. My wife reminding me. See, this is this is why my wife is great. It's why she's down here. <laughs> like she like knows more sports than me now. It's like unfreaking believable. Yeah, right. The injury last night, the Tua Tonga Vailoa. Now I did not see it, you know, because I, I you know, you got it, these games are on Prime, Amazon, whatever. I guess I could have watched it, but you know, whatever. Tua goes down with that injury. The Dolphins lose their first loss of the year, lose 27-15 to the Bengals. Joe Burrow had a 54-yard a touchdown pass to Tay Higgins, very similar to what he did uh, against the Jets uh, last Sunday. But uh, I don't know how long Tunga Bailoa is going to be out. Teddy Bridgewater came in, uh, but nevertheless uh, did throw a, a bomb to Tyreek Hill, who had another big game, 10 catches for 160 yards for him. But the Dolphins lose 27-15. We'll see what the injury is on Tua. I can just see all the Dolphin fans now. My buddy JJ was all pumped up last night before the game. I don't know how pumped up he is now. You know, more so because of the injury to Tua than even the loss last night as the Dolphins sit at 3-1. and one, And only the Philadelphia Eagles now are undefeated in the National Football League. So uh, we'll see how that uh, that goes. But uh, Philadelphia 3-0, and the only team left um, in the league that uh, right now is undefeated. So, uh, again, got to feel bad for Tua. And we'll see what that, that injury uh, turns out to be. By the way. You know, looking at the highlights of the game last night, what the hell were these uniforms the Bengals had on? What, what is that? I'm, I'm looking at the highlights. I'm like, who the hell is this team they're playing? What? This is this is the Cincinnati Bengals. They had, like, these white uniforms, white helmets. They had the stripes on the helmets, but it was all, like, black and white. What? Really? They got to stop. Can, can teams just wear their uniform? You know, you got two goddamn uniforms. You got the home, you got the dark unit, it doesn't matter. Home white. You, teams wear white at home, it don't matter. The Bengals wore white at home last night. Doesn't really matter. You got two uniforms, the dark uniform and the white uniform. Do we need to have 30 different damn uniforms? Really? Just so you can, you know, go sell them and get more money, you know, from the fans for another uniform that you gotta buy? Come on. Now, those uniforms were brutal by Cincinnati last night. Anyway, they win the game over Miami, 27-15, and we'll see uh, uh, what the injury is on Tua Tungavailoa. All right, let's get the picks in. Here we go. Finally, want to thank my wife for reminding me about the injury to Tua. This is what she's down here for <laughs> as she's left. Jo- you know, Joey and Clark tells me, the great Joey uh, Toriello, uh, tells me all the time, he says, one of his favorite things on the podcast is hearing my wife crack up at some point during the, during the cast. He loves that. So, Joey, that's just for you that my life's laughing right now. Okay? There you go. Only for you, Joe. You know we love you. All right. Let's get to the picks. Here we go. Last week I was three up and two down. I'm six and nine so far for the year as we go into week four. And I usually get hotter as the season goes on. So, let's hope we can continue that trend. All right. Game one, I'm taking the Ravens at home, getting three against Buffalo. Man, there isn't too many times that you can get Baltimore – with points at home. And I really love them here. I do. 
Right now, Lamar Jackson is playing as well as anybody. Two consecutive games where he's had 100 yards rushing and over 300 yards passing. He is playing tremendous football. And really, the Ravens should be 3-0. They, they blew that game in week two to Miami. Remember, they were up by three touchdowns in the first half, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, wound up losing that game. Nevertheless, bounced back last week with a big win over the Patriots in Foxborough, beat them 37-26. Lamar is red hot. And, of course, Buffalo really got the, – the bloom came off their rolls last week when they went down to Miami and lost to the Dolphins 21-19. to uh, You know, everybody was going delirious with Buffalo. They blew the Rams out on opening day. They blew the Titans out in week two and uh, didn't happen last week against Miami. And they're a favorite on the road. Uh, I, anytime I see the Ravens getting points at home, I got to take them. I really do. And you know what? Maybe the Bills – aren't quite as good as we thought they were going to be. You know, maybe this built team, you know, maybe it was a little too easy the first couple of weeks, so they got a tough game here. Give me the Ravens getting three at home against the Bills. Should be a terrific game. Great matchup. Lamar Jackson against Josh Allen. I just think when you get an opportunity, and I won with, I won with Baltimore last week uh, against uh, uh, Lane Points in New England, in Foxborough against the Patriots. I won with them. I'm sticking with him again here. Anytime I can get the Ravens with points at home, I'm taking a shot at him. So give me the Ravens plus three at home against Buffalo. That's game one. Game two, I'm taking the Cowboys laying three at home against the Washington football team. I was very impressed. I won with the Cowboys last week as well, uh, beating the Giants. Remember, you're getting a point against the Giants last week at the Meadowlands, and they won the game, of course, 23-16. I am very impressed, number one, with Cooper Rush. How good is this guy playing for Dallas? He's 3-0 and as a starter, going back to the game he won last year against Minnesota. I-, I thought he looked terrific. Dallas can run the football. You know, they got the two-headed running game there with Pollard and Zeke Elliott. They rushed for almost 200 yards last week in the win over the Giants. You got to love C.D. Lamb. He's one of the premier receivers in football. Uh, and I don't, I don't think he's going to drop an egregious drop like he had last week against the Giants. He also made that great one-handed catch in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, I like Dallas a lot. Their defense is very good. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Trayvon Diggs in the secondary. They had a huge game against the Giants last week. They sacked Jones five times, hit them all night long. I just don't think Washington's any good. You know, Carson Wentz is the quarterback, and I know – Wentz has had a lot of experience in his days with the Eagles against Dallas and all of that. Uh, I, I don't see it. I, I don't buy it whatsoever. They got whacked, uh, whacked last week in Philadelphia by the Eagles 24-8. to I don't think Washington's any good. Give me the Cowboys at home laying three against the, uh, I'll continue to call them, the WFT. So that's game two. Game three, I like, I like Arizona getting a point and a, a, point and a half in Carolina against the Panthers. You look, the Panthers won last week against the Saints. I don't know how good the Saints are. They're one and two. Arizona's one and two. And the only win was that crazy comeback win against the Raiders in week two when they won the game in overtime. A fumble recovery for a, a, a touchdown to win that game in overtime for Arizona. I just don't think the Panthers are any good. And how about this matchup? Two Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks going against each other. Baker Mayfield for Carolina, Kyler Murray for Arizona. I think Murray's better. 
I think the Cardinals are better. And you're getting a point and a half, you know? It's not like the uh, the odds makers are saying, ah, you know, we gonna, we really like Carolina in this game. We're going to put a big number out there. I don't see it. I think the Cardinals are a better team. I think both teams are flawed. I think Murray's a better quarterback than Mayfield. Uh, you know, I don't know. Kingsbury against uh, Matt Rule, That's I guess that's kind of an even. Maybe I give Kingsbury a slight edge as a coach. I don't know. Give me the Cardinals. I'm taking Car- uh, Arizona. Give me the Cardinals getting a point and a half on the road in Carolina. That's game three. Game four, I'm going back to the well again with the Oakland, L.A., Las Vegas Raiders. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite uh, at home against the Broncos. I just Remember last week I said I just can't see the Giants starting out 3-0. and I just can't see the Raiders starting out the year 0-4. I don't see it. They're the only 0-3 team in football right now. Lost another brutal game last week where they were way behind, came back, but couldn't get over the hump. They lost 24-22 to Tennessee in Nashville after that horrible loss the week before we mentioned uh, to Arizona in uh, Arizona. And I don't think the Broncos are any good. I know they're 2-1, but, I mean, look at the games they've won. They lost opening weekend to Seattle and Geno Smith in Seattle. They barely beat the Texans at home, 16-9. They barely won last week against the Niners. They beat them, what, 11-10 to in the final score? It's like a baseball game. 11-10 to 10 with a lot of runs scored. So far, Russell Wilson, that offense has not been clicking at all. They're 2-1. They got a solid defense. I just I don't see the Raiders starting 0-4. I love the Raiders here. You're only laying 2.5. Uh, like I said, I, I, I don't know how good the Broncos are, and I just can't see the Raiders getting off to an 0-4 start. Um, and right now, things don't look great for Josh McDaniel as he goes up against his old team. That's right. Let's not forget that angle. Josh McDaniel going up against the Broncos, who, of course, he was a failed coach with them. And right now, he's on his way to being a field coach with the Raiders. But we'll see. Still a long way to go. Give me the Raiders. Give me Vegas. The Raiders. Laying two and a half at home against the Denver Broncos. That is game four. And my final game, game five. I've said this already. I'm taking the Steelers. Laying three in Pittsburgh against my Jets. I just don't see how the Jets are winning this game. And I said it at the top of the show. I gave you all the reasons. First of all, it's Mike Tomlin against Robert Sala. Is that a fair fight? Really? Really? Come on. That's almost like Ali fighting Chuck Wepner. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty bad. Okay. The Steelers got 10 days to prepare for the Jets after that, that loss to the Browns in Cleveland. They've lost two straight after that opening weekend uh, overtime win over the Bengals where they were fortunate to win that game. They lost week two to New England at home. They lose last week to Cleveland and Cleveland. I don't see them losing again here to the Jets. I don't see it. I don't care if Mitch Trubisky's the quarterback. I mentioned this. Mitch Miller. It doesn't matter who it is. Does not matter. The Jets' offensive line is in shambles. I understand Zach Wilson's back. I get that. Uh, The Jet defense was terrible last week. They continue to make the dumb penalties that kill them. I'm sorry. I hope I'm wrong. Look, I want to be wrong. I want to see the Jets go to Pittsburgh and, and stick it to the Steelers. This is not a great Steeler team. You know, there's no Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback anymore. You know, T.J. Watt's out, so they don't have their best defensive player there. So this is not the Steelers of old. With that said, I don't have a good feeling. I mean, Pittsburgh's never been a place where the Jets have had a lot of success. They've won there once in their entire history. That was a regular season game back in 2010. Look, I got a feeling Zach Wilson is going to be running for his life here in this game. 
Uh, got a lot of concerns here. Give me Pittsburgh laying three at home against the Jets. This is one of those where I absolutely want to be wrong. So the Joe Beningo, pro football picks week four in the NFL. Give me the Ravens, a lane three. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Let me, the Ravens getting three. Did I say lane three? <clears throat> Excuse me. The Ravens getting three at home against Buffalo. I almost screwed that up. But give me the Ravens getting three at home against Buffalo. Give me the uh, Cardinals getting a, a point and a half in Carolina against the Panthers. Give me the Cowboys laying three at home against the Washington football team. Give me the Raiders laying two and a half at home against the Broncos. And give me Pittsburgh laying three at home against the Jets. The Joe Beningo NFL picks week five in the National Football League. All right. We still got a couple minutes here before we we move on. Uh, Look, I want to say this one more time. I can't emphasize this enough. I've been very down on Jacob DeGrom. Everybody knows I don't have any great love for him. Uh, the Jets, the, the, the Jets, the Mets should let him walk at the end of the year. They got other guys they need to pay. They need to pay. They need to re-sign Nimmo. They need to re-sign Edwin Diaz. They need to re-sign Chris Bassett. They got a couple other guys. Take one Walker and Carrasco are also free agents, but I'm a little, I don't know about those guys, but whatever. I need to see Jake DeGrom get it done tonight. Again, I don't want to see six innings and out. I don't want to see him spitting a bit like he did against Oakland last week. I don't want to see him strike out 15 guys over five innings and then give up the big uh, game-tying home run, and he's out of the game. I want to see eight solid big-time innings tonight from the guy that's, you know, the greatest pitcher we've ever seen, right? Oh, boy, and I put that in parentheses. I want to see it tonight from Jacob freaking DeGrom in the biggest series the Mets have played in a long time long, long time. So I want to see it tonight. And of course, as well, you're a Yankee fan, you're a baseball fan, Aaron Judge going for home run number 62 tonight against the Orioles at Yankee Stadium. All right. want to thank everybody for listening. Everybody have a a stellar, stellar weekend. Um, Again, my heart goes out to the people down in Florida with the devastation from Hurricane Ian. Everybody, please, your prayers to everybody there and all the love.